Welcome to the escape room. Enjoy the game. Time to play the game. Time to play the game! <laughs> Welcome everybody to CIU Escape Room Podcast. I'm Dom. I am not Dom. No, he's not. He's <laughs> Phil. Yes, I am. And we're going to talk about our sixth place. By the way, this is season three, episode six of our podcast. The road trip. The New, ha- New Hampshire road trip. Uh, we went to Granite State Escape. Yes, we did. And is it, it is the very first escape room in New Hampshire. Uh, yes. Yes. They were the very first. Yep. And they have four rooms. They have What Happens in Mont Vegas, uh, Mystery at Cook Manor, The Blind Pig Speakeasy, and Vintage Circus. Yes. And we did these, I guess, in order from easy to hard. Because we started out in What Happened in Mont Vegas. Yep. And that was a solid room. It was. We got stumped on one big part that we really should have gotten right away. We really should have. We should have crushed this room in no time. Right. And you want to talk about the hangover. This was the best hangover room. Yes. This followed the, the, the theme of the movie the best. Yes. Definitely. And it was done very well to the point where I thought... That there was going to be one more room to this. Yep. And there wasn't. It was the end. Yeah. So it was a decent. It was a weird surprise. This room was done very well. You had to find. Uh... No, you just had to get out, right? Well, no, you had to get. You had to get his. You had to find out where 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 your buddy went. He racked up a whole bunch of money. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he yeah, and yeah, left yeah. you with the bill, and you had to find out yeah. where he went, and you know all that kind of good stuff. Right. And again, uh, I, I'm not giving any spoilers for this room. This room was done very well. Um, there was kind of a time wasting puzzle in it, but in the end, it worked out. Yeah. Uh, we we beat this room. Uh, we had a few minutes left over. And it was good. I mean, it was really good. This yeah. had one of the best uh, flat-out casino parts of a room. Yeah, definitely. Executed executed very, very well. Yes, definitely. Yeah. We, and the, the part that, that kept that tripped us up was us, again. It was something that we should have got right away. Right. It's, it yeah. was. And it was all on us. Um, they they helped us. We got a couple of clues. Actually, something I also noticed in New Hampshire, not to really go off the subject, but in order to hit their leaderboards, you can't use any clues whatsoever. Yeah, they're big on the clues and clue systems and, yeah, you know, the amount of clues you get and how many and, you know, well, if you want to make a leaderboard, you can't use any if you right. lose more than three, then there's a penalty. Or well, no, it was more like one of them was like that. Yeah, was it? Yeah, but I mean, I, I didn't understand that to make the leaderboard, you couldn't use any clues. Um, I don't know. It is what it is, I guess. But I guess that's why they live free and die. Yeah, 
there was a lot of neat things in that room that I don't recall seeing before the way they were executed, especially once you got into the casino itself. Right. But uh, I liked it. I think it was a solid room. I had a lot of fun there. I had a lot of fun in all the rooms of this place. Dude, not for nothing, everything here, I was saying it while we were there, everything got progressively better as we went on. Yeah. And I'm not, and Mont Vegas was not a crap room whatsoever. No, um, no. So just imagine that. It was it started there and progressively got better. He picked the right order for it. He really did. And so jumping into our second room, or do you want to tell him the story how he sent you up five blocks the wrong way? <laughs> they get a soda. Well, it was a hot day. And he says, We have some time. Would you like to take a break? And I said, You know what? Is there a convenience store around here? I'd love a, a, a water. <laughs> yeah. Of course there is. Block away. So I went up there and I thought I went the right way. And I start walking and I go down a couple blocks and I ask a gentleman on the road. He's like, Yeah, a couple more blocks up there. And it's right there in the corner. So I walk a little bit more, and I ask someone else. It's right there on the corner. So there was one right on the corner, five blocks away. <laughs> and so I got myself a beverage, and I got I got you yeah. something. And I head back the five blocks, <laughs> and I go down. And this place, this room, it, company is out in the basement. Yep. Uh, not a basement, but yeah, lower it's level. the basement. Lower level. I'd say it's amazing. Just like Escape New Haven. And I went down there into their level and I sat down in their seat and I thought the guy was going to have to bring me to the hospital. <laughs> and he's like, I looked at him and I'm like, yeah, right a block away. And he's like, well, where did you go? And I told him, oh, well, if you turn the other way, <laughs> when you left the building, it's, it is a block away. So I ended up another game down going the other way. Yeah. Yes, it is a block oh, away. That <laughs> was just great. So we jump into this. <laughs> we got a good laugh out of that. We jump into our second room, which was the Vintage Circus. And not for nothing, I really like this room. This was one of the reasons I wanted to go I, here. I, I, when looking at it, I was like, I don't care if we do this or not. You wanted yep. to, and I'm glad we did. Uh, this room, yeah, we needed a few clues here and there. But everything was cool. Everything yes. looked good. Um, Except for... Yeah. There was one lock that I oh. put the answer in yeah. a hundred times. You put I it in a hundred times yep. and it just didn't work and then all of a sudden they tell us all of a sudden he told us the answer that we've been putting in. Right. And and all of a sudden it worked. It magically opened. And I don't know. I don't know if this lock is getting old, needs some oil, needs to be replaced. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I'll tell you what, that was very annoying because we knew what that lock was. We got the code right away. Yeah, it was one of the first things we put in. And it took us a very long time to get it open. Right. And the only other thing I didn't like was that one big, I'm going to say it, clown puzzle. Um, oh, in the Pinky and St. Yeah, Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With bigger groups, okay, you maybe can figure it out a lot quicker. But, but he was very good yeah. at giving us a workaround. Yes. Um, the, which made it a, a whole lot, lot simpler. A lot simpler. And that goes to show you when a good game master 
right. is working the game and paying attention. Paying attention, right. you know, unless you're me and you don't notice something when you slid underneath the door landing at your. I feet. heard it, but it is what it is. It was all in all, this room was done very well. Like I said, it progressively got better from uh, Montreal Vegas yeah. to Vintage Circus. They picked a great order. They did. Uh, we took another 10 or 15 minute break after this. And uh, we jumped in to um, – was it Cook Manor we did next? No. We did the Blind Pig? The Blind Pig. I thought, I thought that was our last one. I guess not. Uh, the Blind Pig Speakeasy. Now, this was a really, really good room. Yes. And um, – you start out in a back alley. Yep. Uh, done very well. Yep. It felt like a back alley. Uh, you find some stuff, do what you got to do. You get into the speakeasy. Um, only puzzle I didn't like was the one where you and me were working with the curtain and the design. That's probably the only puzzle I didn't like. Oh, I didn't, I didn't mind that one. Um, maybe because I just didn't. You were already working on it and I came in. Way, you didn't understand what I was doing. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Yeah, you didn't understand what what I was doing. I had half of it done, and I was trying to explain to you, and you just yeah, I just didn't, didn't grasp, grasp it. the concept. Right. But uh, no, I I liked this room a lot. They were very good with having stuff open that you didn't expect to open. Yes. Or open in a different way than you would expect to open. Right. Um, to get into one part of it. We thought, oh, yeah, okay, we're here, and it's going to open, but it didn't open. No, right, and something else opened. And, yeah. Yeah, it was – and especially, like, some of the other things in there, um, we had already done it all in uh, the slide puzzle. Yep. And – but if you opened up a certain lock, you didn't have to run into the other room. Yep. You know, but we had already did that puzzle, yep. so we're like, oh, what the hell is this for? And Okay. But, I mean, great use of um, – Stuff, just wine wine bottle crates. Yep, was great. Uh, immersion, in every single one of their rooms, their immersion was phenomenal. Yep, uh, and we're huge um, immersion as all you guys know out there. But their puzzles, I don't. I think this room, their puzzles were more thinky kind of puzzles. Yes, than some of their other rooms where it's not just well, I have to do this or manipulate that. It was things where you actually had to think about how you got the codes. Yes. Yeah. Um, they used miniature pool balls yeah, for a code, which I jumped right on that. That was fun. Um, you did – well, I was working on that. I think you did like three or four different puzzles. Like, yeah, I was just – we, we, I don't think in that room at all that we ever hit a standstill. No. And if we did, it wasn't for very long. No. Uh, and this was the first throughout our whole trip. That was like the first time. I think it took us longer to get out of the first part than it did anything else. Yes. Yeah, I think we were yes. getting more frustrated with yes. that than anything else. Yes. <laughs> um, other than that, and again, this one, I thought there was one more room. Yeah. And it wasn't. And what I like about this place, this place, the way that they built their rooms is that you come down to their, into their lobby, and there's a whole set of doors 
and rooms and everything in the center, and you're just walking in a big circle. It's like so a horseshoe. You, yeah, you're walking in one side, coming out the other. So you're never going yep. in. You know, you're going into the rooms the same way. So you're not passing the people. You're not passing out. people coming out. You're not doing this, not doing that. Uh, they really, and this is their second location. They moved into this location not too long ago. Okay. I well, I think they said it in the in the interview. Uh, then again, we're gonna have an interview after this, so uh, stay tuned for that one. Uh, but by far, probably my favorite game there was this one. Uh, yeah, very good game. But we're also big speakeasy kind of people, yeah. and that's that's actually the room that brought us to the play. We saw speakeasy, and we're like, yeah, we gotta yeah. try that one. Because the last speakeasy we did, we weren't fans of. We were warned that it's not for two people, and this and that, and everything else. But it just, I don't think, was done very well compared right. to this one. So, but anyway, let's move on to our fourth room, and it was Mystery at Cook Manor. Now this one, this was surprised cool me. This one really surprised me. Um, it again, the way New Hampshire, New Hampshire knows how to hide doorways. Yeah, and with this room, you had to do some audio or some video, listen, you know, watching and stuff like that. And it was it was done right. You didn't have to keep rewatching the same video over and over and over to get stuff done. Yep. Um, you had to find certain things, and the only thing we had a problem with was one one board that we actually ended up having to use twice. Yeah, it was. And I, I don't want to give the spoiler away, but it there's there's got to be a better way. I think you could be executed better. Right, and it's a new room, so hopefully they listen to this and you know. I hope you understand which which puzzle prop thing that we're talking about. Yep. But uh, if not, give us a call. We'll tell you. Yeah. There's got to be an easier way to do that. I do like the concept of it. It's a really good concept. But there's got to be a different way to do it. Murder at Cook Manor was. It's a spooky kind of room. It really it's, was. It's spooky, not really scary, kind of horror theme, but not. Right. You know, and anybody could 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 be in there. Uh, but it did definitely have a spooky kind of feel to it. Right. And the way the last puzzle went, I don't know if it was the last puzzle that went to the trunk underneath, but the writing on the wall. Yeah. You know, and the way they did it, like, these guys really paid attention to detail. Yes. And as we were playing this game, they were, this game or the other game, one of the other games, they're actually working on another room. Yeah. So they're going to have a fifth room out soon. Um, but all in all, it again, it progressively got better. Uh, I don't have a really bad thing to say about this room, except for that one piece. Yep. Other than that, everything everything went well, flowed well. And it wasn't a bad prop either. No. It, just, the, it the, could be done better. The execution should be done better Yeah, of, of it. The puzzle was great. Um, notice, too, in, in, in New Hampshire that you use a lot of things twice in your rooms. There's always something you're, you're going to use twice in a to room. To give you room. a different code. Yes. Or to give you, yeah. Yes. Not not talking about a journal or anything like that. I'm talking like you're going to use this box twice to do this to do this code, and then you're going to do a second code. Yeah. Um, which, okay, we don't see that a lot anymore. 
you know, unless it's a journal and each page gives you something, which is that's understandable stuff like that. But you'll hear us talk about in uh, our monkey mind uh, review. Monkey mind. But all in all, these guys, these they were great. Um, we're gonna have a short interview. I don't even know if it's short. Yeah, it's kind of short. Uh, about a 15 minute interview after, you know, when we're done talking here. So, anything else you'd like to add about this? Uh, when you walk out of the door, if you want to go to the convenience store, just turn left, turn left, and, and turn left, left again. again. You never have to go more than the block, and there's a place you can get cold drinks there. Yes. So, anyway, shout out to Granite State Escape. It's the very first escape room in Connecticut. Great people oh, in, in New Hampshire. In New Hampshire. Woo! See, we have a Manchester, Connecticut, too. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, follow us on Facebook, DIU Escape Crew. That's crew spelled C-R-U-E. Yeah. And our website, uh, diuescapecrew.com. All the swag is up. <laughs> it will soon be updated with geocaching also. Yes. So take a look for that. And enjoy our interview with Jacob from Granite State Escape. What's up, everybody? It's Dom from DIU Escape Crew. Wanting to tell you about our brand new website, DIUEscapeCrew.com. And that's crew, spelled like Motley Crew, C-R-U-E. Check it out. You can listen to our podcast. You can watch our videos. You can even buy the swag. Check it out, DIUEscapeCrew.com. All right, we're here at Granite Escape, Granite State Escape, here in Manchester, New Hampshire. And we are here with... Hi, I'm Jacob Dale. I'm uh, one of the managers here at GSE in, uh, yeah, in Manchester, New Hampshire. Nice. We just finished these four rooms. Great rooms. Yeah. Uh, I already forgot the names, but that's okay. The, the rooms are? Yeah, we got four experiences at the moment. We have a vintage circus. We have our What Happened in Manch Vegas, which is a casino theme. Uh, we have What Happened at Cook, or uh, Mystery at Cook Manor, which is like a whodunit, and our uh, vintage speakeasy as well. Right. And uh, yeah, they did really well on all four. They had great times. <laughs> nice. So how long has this place been here? Uh, so in we actually moved down to this building about two years ago, but we were the first um, escape room to open up in the state. We were the oh. first one in New Hampshire. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, hey, thank you. And yeah, that was we, we get to say original escape room on all of our promotions because it's true. And uh, yeah, it was a really new concept when we started it up. We had to jump through a lot of hoops. The fire department was very concerned to hear that we were going to be putting people in rooms with no exits, and that's <laughs> kind of haunted us uh, to this day. We get people from out of state who are very surprised that each of our rooms has. Uh, more than one emergency exit in it, and it's a complete necessity because we were the first people to be approaching the fire department and tell them that we were planning on something like this. Actually, all escape rooms now have to. Connecticut's the same way. Mass is the same way. Yeah, you can't have you can't have one locked door, or you have to have the button to push. And it's mainly because the the fire marshal and the building inspectors don't understand low voltage wiring. No, completely. So they don't. Honestly, you know, I think generally is a good thing, but yeah, we've definitely been in a few that that just were not held to the same standard as we were, and we were we were locked in there, man. Us too. <laughs> yeah, us too. But then we found out too that well, we can't because the state considers it kidnapping, and it's like okay, I can see that. 
I can see that. They can, yeah. they can bring some stuff down on you if they feel like it, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so how long have you personally been playing escape rooms? Uh, so I actually did not. I was loosely familiar with the concept, but I had never done one uh, until I started working here. So my first room was about almost four or five years ago, um, one of our early escapes called Escape the Bomb back in our old location. Um, and yeah, I did uh, really, really poorly, but it was just uh, <laughs> it was just me and my partner in there. Um, but yeah, I, I've always been kind of like a puzzle-focused kind of person, and so I, it's why I was interested in being employed here in the first place. And I, uh, you know, it wasn't like a week after I did my first one here at our location that uh, me and my partner were out looking for other ones to do, and then we've gotten involved in the design work here and we've now done dozens of rooms as a as an organization and personally and oh, it's it's uh, kind of consumed my life for the past five years or so <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds familiar the last, yeah, right? it, last yeah. three years for us it does get so. addicting it really really does but yeah it's a, it's a really good time it's a really cool hobby and yeah, I, I get a big kick out of it to this day yeah. even, even with all the behind the scenes so aside from the four you have here mm-hmm. what is your favorite room you've played that I've done. Oh lord. There are, I'm so terrible at names, so I'm not going to be able to pull it out specifically, but there was, um, there's been some really cool ones. We did a, uh, a submarine room over in Boston, and that's just one of those uh, things. Trapology? Yes. Yes, absolutely. we've, we've got, done that one. How, how good is that room? It that really room was. crazy. Really that was. room killed us. It killed us, yes. Oh, but. A, it is a toughie. We, we were, you know, we had a group of like eight strong, all escape room employees, and we were, we were still just barely under yeah, the Yeah, we didn't make it into the last. Oh. It was just us two. Oh, and, yeah. A lot of work. For but immersion-wise, it was really oh, done yeah. very Unbelievable. well. Unbelievable. Submarine is one of those is one of those rooms where like everybody everybody does a submarine room and I've I've done a submarine room that looks like that and I've done a submarine room that's you know a, a folding table on a carpet with you know You're somebody right. painted a the spinny wheel on a door yep. you know what I mean it, it full gambit on immersion and yeah that one down at Trapology was was really cool right I don't know if it was Trapology as well there's one down in Boston I wonder if you guys have done it where it's down in a bank vault. You've been down to that one. I like to say we did boxer room. Yeah, it had a, a the yeah. mystery, the, the, the like storyteller room like. Yeah, it had like a magician's library type thing. I don't remember that one. I might have been boxer room. I think it was the storyteller. The storyteller. Yeah. I know they have a few down there. I'm not. We only sure did the storyteller. We didn't do the other room there. I think I, he's got two other rooms. I can't remember. But. Yeah, they got a few down. I know we did Storyteller, but I can't remember if there's a magician one there or not. Yeah, I think, yeah. Probably You is. guys got better memories than I do, but yeah. But Boxer no. was also... <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> no. Yeah, that was... Also, that's, that's why we do this podcast, <laughs> so we can remember. <laughs> keep, it, keep it all organized. That's, yeah. ah, that's great. <laughs> Any other rooms? Really stood out to me. Um, honestly, one uh, that I'm always a big fan of uh, up in Portland, Maine, uh, we have uh, we're you know pretty closely associated with them. Is a room uh, called Get the Fudge Out. Um, yep. Really, really great. Obviously, you do get fudge if you escape out of the room, which is just such so a. So that's fun, what it really. That's means. what the F is fun. What is such a good gimmick? I absolutely adore it, and they're just really, really passionate. They're like a kind of a small insular crew, kind of like us. Just you know, there's because there's always with these rooms, there's like kind of a pay barrier, you know what I mean? You're always going to find those people who 
have the resources to dump thousands of dollars into a room. Yep. And that can be incredible. That can produce a really incredible experience. But I always love to see people who can do more with less, who with the, the skills they've acquired can make a really tense and tight experience. So those guys down at uh, Get the Fudge Out like really, really do that. They're not pouring hundreds of thousands of dollars into their room, but they, they know their tech, they know their build, and they make some really cool stuff up there. It's like one of our favorite places, North Carolina, Masterpiece uh, Escapes. Uh, they're like complete redneck engineering. But, yeah. and their motto is everything has to work every single time, whether yeah. you do it or they're doing it from the back. Absolutely. And just the attention to detail there is freaking phenomenal. It's, it's all where it is. It's, yeah, you can, you can tell. You can tell when a room is bought out of a box. If I have yeah. to see one more rising pyramid, uh, dry ice, <laughs> mummy thing, you know, it, it's incredible the first time you see it, but the third time you see it and, you know, you see it on the website, seeing how much it costs, it just, Kind of not quite as impressive as that first time. <laughs> we just saw our third pyramid this, on this trip. The <laughs> first two period, periods, first two pyramids were actually the same company, different locations. But yeah, well, that, that brings is, us uh, right into the next yeah, question, which is, what, in your opinion, is the difference between a good escape room and a great escape room? Got you, man. That's it, you know it's funny because you said attention to detail because that like. That honestly might, it's a general statement, but that's kind of like how I do it. Because like, as you can do a lot with a little if you're willing to put that work in. If you're willing to make the, the aesthetics make sense, the room flow makes sense. Because you can, you never know what's going to take people out. You could have a really great sequence of puzzles, but your your theming and your decorating is, is so off and so wonky that it'll, it'll pull them out of that experience. And simultaneously, you could have a gorgeous room that you spent you know thousands of dollars to decorate but if you don't have a, a consistent and logical flow to the way that your puzzles work then you're, you're still not going to be getting people all the way through it, it really is putting yourself in the mentality of the person who's like going through your room being willing to change as well like if you have people going through and something is not working like you it doesn't done you it. Know, screw your yep. vision you know yeah. what I mean? You yeah. need to get in there and make it function and make whatever changes you need to to make right. that happen. Right. I also think a little bit of a downside that the difference between rooms would be like if the person who designed it is trying to prove that they're smarter than you. Oh, for okay. sure. And for you, sure. you can see that in a lot of escape rooms. Well, and if the, owner, if the owner, manager, or employee in general can't do the puzzle you're trying to do, then that really shouldn't be in there. Especially if they designed it, you know, like, so, and that was, that would make it be bad. And so. just even as like a, not even like my personal design philosophies or anything, just like as a business, we, we very much want our rooms to be accessible. We, we want, the, the, the point of the game is to be challenging, and we mm -hmm. do want to challenge the people that come in here. But there are so many rooms that pride themselves on their on their 95% failure rate, and that's just nothing to brag about for me, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you guys have plenty of experience, you both of, you guys made it out of all of our rooms within that time. You've got plenty of experience, and you certainly worked for it, right. uh, for sure, but yeah, we, we don't want to be building rooms that no one's getting out of, that are designed to frustrate you. We're finding that more and more. They're yeah. designing, they want you to get out. Because yeah, if, if you leave happy, you're going to come back. Exactly. And all of, all of our games are designed for that 
if you're going to make it out within that period of time, most of the time that's going to happen within that last 10 minutes. Yep. And what that means is that our schedule is allowed that if a group is not making it through, if they hit that 60 minute timer, we can give them another 10 minutes to keep playing. And 90% of the time, that is enough time. Even yeah. though it's not yeah. a success, they are playing through, they and they're getting still the full experience. They're, yes. they're, they're, it doesn't matter if it's five minutes later, they're psyched making it out that door, and that's what we want to see. Exactly, that's, that's, that's what yeah. we feel. We want to use us, we don't want to get out in half an hour. We want to experience the whole room. I want, we want to get, to get out to the last couple seconds, and that, that's why it can be so tricky with the the enthusiasts who know what they're looking for and who are going to move quick, but you also don't want to make it so challenging that just the you know, person right. who's in their second or third room is just going to completely crash and burn. It's a fine balance, but I, I think it's it's worth trying to find it. Yeah, like the like the circus. We got out pretty much right at the buzzer. Yeah, that was great. Even uh, Hangover was, what, eight minutes or something eight like minutes, that? Eight minutes, yeah. Um, or your casino room. Um, and the rest of them were nine or, nine or, nine or ten minutes. Which, that, is which is great. You know, we're right in our window that we want to be in. Right? Yeah. And that's, you know, we, again, we had a great time. And, we, you know, the way you lined it right up, it, freaking, uh, it got progressively better. So we have, like, two more questions. Now... So. Um, with everything going on in the world, sure. with you know everything was going great and then everything shut down <laughs> with the COVID and everything else, and people are starting these online rooms and people are doing outdoor adventures and all these other things, Absolutely. where do you see the future of the business going? Absolutely. Um, there was a time where we were looking into those like virtual rooms and stuff, and like some of those are like really really darn cool, but it also is just not. It's not the kind of, of thing that we try to offer. And we, we put a lot, everybody took a lot of hits. Um, we were shut down not for, for too, too long. New Hampshire is, uh, you know, we take live for your die pretty serious. We, uh, we didn't have a, a <laughs> big state lockdown for too, too long. Um, and we were all just kind of waiting to see if the people were going to come back. Because every time we looked at, like, like you said, outdoor escape rooms, uh, like mobile escapes out of trailers or like these virtual ones it just it didn't it didn't feel like us it didn't feel like the kind of experience the kind of more like tactile down-to-earth grounded kind of experiences that we really like and we really find people have engaged with and uh, as we're getting into the summer like we're finding out that those uh, that that is like still working for us and the, the where the industry goes is such a huge question we already had the bubble pop about seven years ago there were over I think about three years ago, there were over 25 escape rooms in the state here with us. A lot less. Uh, there were there that number was already going down even before COVID started. After COVID, shut a lot of them down. The the the, the bubble of everybody trying to get into the business yeah. like it's, that's well and gone. The people that are here are the ones who like really care or really passionate. And I think that's the same with the customers as well. We are we first few years we were open, we were dealing with a lot of people who had no idea what they were walking into. We had to explain from the ground up what the concept was, what they were expected to do, and they'd be you know, all the way through the experience and still have trouble engaging with it. And we're seeing so much less of that. We are seeing people who are familiar with the concept, who are passionate about it, and who are, are here to play the game and who are really passionate. And I'm really glad because we're still here being passionate about making the games and we're, we're glad they're still coming in. I know we did a couple of the remote avatar rooms and we enjoyed it 
a little bit made us want to actually go do go to the place and do the room. Sure. But we enjoyed it because first of all we did one we're in Connecticut, based in Connecticut. We did one that was in Kentucky and we also played with his and we'll never get son and girlfriend who live in Florida. Oh, yeah, so yeah. that's you know, and yeah, we got to play to, that game with, with, with my son. So it was a great experience, and, yeah, but it made us want to like, goddamn, we got to get into a room. Want to do it? Yeah, we got to get into a room. Absolutely. And so, well, a big thing, a big thing for us was the tech barrier. We're completely self-sufficient in here. Everything that we do, we do ourselves. If we want to put a piece of technology into the room, we're sitting down and figuring out how it works because we're not having anybody install it for us. And so, when we were looking into like the virtual headsets, there was. <laughs> There was definitely a lot of going like this might be a little, a little, <laughs> yeah. little much for us. Where we're more we're hammer and nails folk a little more uh, than than a yeah. full virtual setup. Right. So right, one, now our, one, our one. favorite question. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you guys are great game masters. You really are. I appreciate that. Thank you. What's your most memorable moment or funniest thing <laughs> that happened or whatever You've stands seen out or heard in your experience? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to sort through. I gotta find something. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta find something that's appropriate, and then I gotta find something that's good. Um, geez, I mean, honestly, if it. it so here's the thing. We, uh, like any other escape room, we have people sign a waiver. Just part of the business. Yep. It's, it's easy enough for someone to make a mistake and have an accidental injury. Um, but of course, people always ask, you know, oh, well, why are we signing a waiver? Are injuries common or anything like that? And I, you know, we'd love to say that we've never had an injury. Uh, we have had a single <laughs> injury in which uh, a drunk young man attempted <laughs> to uh, flying tackle one of his friends. Uh, he missed and he sank his head up to his shoulders in our driveway. Oof. Wow. Yep. He had to be cut out <laughs> of the drywall. Uh, sturdy young man. No, no neck injuries or anything like that. But yeah, that's the that's the the one physical injury that we've ever had here, and completely self-inflicted. Uh, Good thing wow. you didn't hit a stud. Oh, it was completely lucked out. It was yeah, it was ridiculous, but. <laughs> Everything's fine as long as you're not planning on taking any flying leaps. I don't think anyone else is going to get injured coming in. That's a good games. one. That is a good one. I think that beats the one that it's about, made us have the, come up with this question. About, about, <laughs> about six years ago at this point, back at the old location. Nothing, nothing of that magnitude since, thankfully. Awesome. <laughs> wow. That's about it. That's 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 great. That's we gotta end on a high note. Well, thank you very much for letting us do all your rooms and working with us and whatnot. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. everything. Uh, we look forward to your new room that you're working on. Yeah. On our next trip that we come up here. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. So with that, you'll hear from us when you hear from us. Peace out.